Good morning, everyone. Welcome to your D1T and 5 for the morning of Monday, March 29th, 2021. I'm Connor Newcomb, and let's get right into the biggest stories from the weekend. Via his Twitter feed, CBS's Dennis Dodd indicates the Pac-12 commissioner search is, quote, quickly getting close to the end, and mentions the names of Ohio State AD Gene Smith, Clemson AD Dan Radakovich, and former NCAA executive and West Virginia AD Oliver Luck. Dodd adds, quote, the Pac-12 also is seeking a commissioner who has a lower profile and works behind the scenes. Different topic, but more from Dodd on Twitter, who writes, quote, The NCAA has added an additional meeting for the D1 Council on Thursday, April 1st. No indication that the Council will consider the one-time transfer at that time. Two members tell me they don't know what additional meeting is about. It could be to address the dead period. The regular April 15th meeting is still in place, and also per source, the Department of Justice has not weighed in on the reason one-time transfer has taken this long. The Department of Justice had antitrust concerns in December that caused the NCAA to pause legislation, and it is still unresolved. From Indianapolis, Yahoo's Dan Wetzel suggests the NCAA should seriously consider permanently moving the Sweet 16 and Elite 8 games to this year's Saturday through Tuesday stretch, saying, quote, it offers more exposure, actually cuts down on missed class time for players, we know, but still, and gives teams that make the Sweet 16 a little more breathing room to bask in the accomplishment and churn up the publicity. Wetzel also thinks playing both rounds in one city, as was necessitated this year, quote, would become a huge event in its own right. Maybe Indy becomes the annual Sweet 16 site, or maybe it rotates to markets that lack a domed football stadium and thus can't host a Final Four, like New York, Chicago, Boston, Kansas City, and Philadelphia. And for the first time in men's NCAA tournament history, seven of the eight Elite Eight squads are from west of the Mississippi. And with UCLA's win over Alabama, we've tied the mark of most upsets in one tournament with 13. In an interview with the Associated Press on Friday, NCAA President Mark Emmert pointed to poor communication between the two basketball staffs as part of the reason behind the inequity of the men's and women's tournament experiences. Emmert said, quote, Clearly we should have had better communication between my teams. Clearly we should have really had a better focus on a number of those details that are hardly details but are really, really important. The emphasis that needed to be on health and wellness and the complete and utter focus on how to pull this off in a pandemic led us to get our eye off the ball on a handful of things and that's really unfortunate. Had we done that better, we wouldn't have had these things emerge. We can't just say we're in favor of everything being equivalent and fair. We've got to make sure that's actually the case across the board. The Milwaukee Journal Sentinel's Jeff Potrakis broke the news Saturday that Wisconsin AD Barry Alvarez will announce his retirement at some point in the next few weeks. Notably, quote, Alvarez was due a lump sum payment of $375,000 on January 1st of 2022. According to a source, Alvarez planned to stay on through the fall, but recently changed his mind and decided to retire early. Portricus goes on to quote sources close to the department who indicate that Alvarez's preference is for Deputy AD Chris McIntosh to slide into the top spot, a move that reportedly has the support of former Wisconsin governor and current UW system interim president Tommy Thompson. Iowa State AD Jamie Pollard mentioned as a potential option given his ties to Madison. Plus, quote, there will be some candidates who will shy away because they know it's just impossible to follow a legend. I think that will weave a few people out who have a pretty good situation where they are and are a little scared off by trying to live up to the legend of Barry Alvarez and Pat Richter.
A little nugget on the Kansas AD search comes from CBS's Dennis Dodd, who writes, quote, Hearing that Mike Harrity from Army and Travis Goff from Northwestern are getting some traction at Kansas, could be on campus soon for interviews. And in head coaching news, Indiana AD Scott Dolson hires longtime NBA coach and Hoosiers alum Mike Woodson as the new men's basketball head coach in Bloomington. Woodson reportedly gets a six-year deal. Interestingly, former Ohio State and Butler head coach Thad Mata will also join IU as its new associate AD for men's basketball administration, with a focus on off-campus duties and recruiting. UTRGV AD Chase Conk hires Austin P men's basketball head coach Matt Figger as the new leader for the Vaqueros. Utah State men's basketball head coach Craig Smith will head 90 miles south to take the same role at Utah. Appalachian State men's basketball head coach Dustin Kearns earns a two-year extension that could keep him in Boone through the 2026 season. And the South Carolina Board of Trustees reportedly voted to retain men's basketball head coach Frank Martin. That's your D1T and 5 for the morning of Monday, March 29th. I'm Connor Newcomb, reminding you to join us back here this evening.